You are listening to the Steadfast Life Podcast with Jake and Witt, where we take your questions and offer our answers. We're here to give you what you're looking for, whether that's value, entertainment, or just some laughs. So I'm here with Paige and Renee, and <laughs> we actually just summited Lone Pine Peak, which is right up here behind us. Yep. And um, we ended up having to go up a pretty sketchy, was that sketchy, Scree Slope? Yeah, it was very sketchy. Want to see it? Very scary. It's right, <laughs> it's right, it's right there. Probably can't see it, but we'll get we'll get a lot of footage of it uh, in here. But I guess I wanted to kind of try to capture this while we're out here because we spend so much time in the business talking about this is like backpacking or this is like climbing a mountain and kind of using this analogy that I always like to grab the opportunity of when we're actually in the analogy to try and say what are we learning or observing or you know sort of experiencing about uh, living life pursuing the challenges in your in your health your business your relationships whatever it is that, that you're after so the main thing I wanted to talk about is why do this? And I think that if I were to kind of, as I'm learning these two's experience, I think that for Renee, I think this was really scary. Yeah. And I think that for Paige, this was a ton of discomfort and just coming over really not wanting to do it. And yet, ta-da! here we are. We're done. So Renee, why do it? Why do stuff that's scary? I know that I'm gonna come out stronger when I'm done. So I feel like um, it's worth it in the moment when I'm doing it and I am uh, not loving it at all. Um, I feel like the reason why I'm doing it is because I know that I'm gonna be a stronger version of myself when I'm done. And, and so what does it sound diet. like? What does it sound like in your head when you are scared? Like, were you scared at all on this trip? Um, 100%. <laughs> all the way up to the top, all the way up to the ridge. I was not happy, very uncomfortable thinking about um, just holding onto a rock and not moving and just letting them make it to the summit and just calling it a day. Oh, you're considering just letting us go and I just did. bailing all together. <laughs> I did. I did a little bit. And how come you, how come you didn't bail? Well, I didn't think too much of it because I knew if I sat and really thought about reasons why I should stay, then it would be harder for me to get going and get the momentum going oh, again. Oh, nice. Directed your focus. Yeah. So I just kind of, kind of with climbing, when they say you don't have to take a really big step to get a good handhold, sometimes the smallest steps give you the biggest opportunity for movement. And I feel like I was just kind of going with that where I'm like, okay, I'd love to quit and just stay here, but let me just make it around this to this next rock and uh -huh. then I'll reevaluate. And so I think that's kind of like how I got out of thinking about let's quit. And I just kind of kept going. Did you make the fear go away? Um, no, it was always there. Uh-huh. Yeah, the fear was, yeah, it didn't go away. It was always there. Well, the reason I ask, I think that's super important. Uh-huh. As I can't tell you how many times someone's had some ambitious goal or some dream they want to pursue, and right. but I'm scared. Right. And so then they don't. Right. And I, I saw you do it scared. Yeah. Rather than try to figure out, okay, how do I, how do I get rid of fear? How do I get rid of fear? How do I get rid of fear so that I can execute? Right. You're no. like, no. Execute scared. No, it was fear the whole way. Just take a couple breaths and just do it again. <laughs> what about you? How come you do this? Well, I say a lot to embrace discomfort. And it's important to me 
that I'm doing cool things. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I think that if I stuck to only doing things that were comfortable and I stuck to only doing things that were easy, I would never be able to step outside of that comfort zone and do hard things or do uncomfortable things or do things that I felt pushed myself. I think that my, my mindset right now is like 10 times better than when I started because it was challenged so much from 5 a.m. this morning to right now. Mm. So. Were there any times that you were looking up at what you had to do today and you're like, it's just too much? Yeah, I think for a lot of things, not wanting to, like I, I felt confident that I could, but I <laughs> I never really wanted to, like ever today. <laughs> um, but stopping doesn't really register as an option to me. I'm like, I'm not not gonna do it. Like I'm here, I'm halfway up this slope. Like I'm, what am I gonna do, turn around? No. And so I would look up and I would be super bummed out that I wasn't, really close at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then once we, we did get through the, the slope and now we're on the ridge and we just have to walk to the summit, uh, we didn't see it for like uh -huh. three fourths of the way there. And I, I never wanted to do it. And I never anticipated, like when I agreed to go on this, I never anticipated that I would want to do it. <laughs> but right now I'm glad that I did it. And because I've done things like this before, I knew that at some point down the road, I'd be glad that I did it. And so turning back never really felt like a reasonable option. There, there are two really good things in there, just to point out. One is this idea of maybe I don't want to do it, but I want to have done it. And that's something that's very real. And it's actually something that I even use oddly enough. I use with like eating healthy. Uh -huh. a, a lot of times I'm like, I'm like ordering, I'm going to order. I tell Wit like, oh, I'm just going to get this taco salad, you know, tonight instead of the giant burrito I usually order. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, oh, that's what you want to eat. And I'm like, well, that's what I want to have eaten <laughs> yeah. tonight. You know, like I'm imagining like how it's, you know, it's being uh -huh. somewhere later, maybe trying to walk or something and feeling all bleh from the burrito. <laughs> I'm like, it is a hundred percent what I want to have eaten there's one other piece that i love seeing in people's journey and this one is probably i mean it applies to all the things that we coach on but it comes up a ton when someone's trying to lose weight is they're like um they just are over it they're like i'm just gonna quit and, and they have that thought you know they're like i'm losing i'm losing and then they're like nope i'm quitting i'm gonna i ate too much last night and now i'm just gonna quit and I think an interesting observation from my perspective about that is that no, you're not. And, and, and yeah. knowing that is interesting because if you're like, okay, so you do, let's say you do quit, you quit, then what happens? Well, then two weeks later, you're Googling, how do I lose weight? You're not really gonna quit. And so when you guys are going up there, there's a, you know, a bit of a moment of that where there's a temptation of like, what if I just quit? And then an awareness of, okay, well, I'm not really gonna quit. Right. So now what do I want this experience to be like? I think that like in the moment when I'm making the decision of do I keep going or do I stop? If I were to say I'm done, I'm gonna go back down, I'll wait for you guys at camp, something like that, it would offer me zero relief because I would feel guilty mm -hmm. and I would be mad at myself. Yeah. And I would, I would just be so bummed out, especially because like, I earned something on this trip. I'd be like, no, I don't get it. What'd you earn? I'm getting a tattoo. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think that stopping would offer me nothing except instant gratification. 
and that would last for like literally five seconds and then i would be like this is awful why would i do that so if you're not going to quit so once you realize like okay well let's take that story out of this equation i'm not going to quit so now i know i'm not going to quit so then what you just gotta go i guess yeah. <laughs> like when, once the decision's been made like i was saying before if i know i'm going to keep going i will be there eventually and so at like literally never i was trying to manage my mind the whole time i never wanted to be doing that ever but you did bust it up the scree slope yeah how'd you, you do that motored well i spent all last night <laughs> looking at it <laughs> terrified i'm like that's going to be miserable i'm so excited for that to be over and so I kind of had this thought of if I make myself super scared and I set my expectations like super high for how hard it's going to be, maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. Were you? Going up it. No. No. Oh my God. That strategy does not sound solid because no one could expect as hard as that was. That was brutal. No. But um, I definitely one step at a time helped a lot. But the main thing driving me is that I just, I want to have done it. I want it to be behind me. I, this thing that I've been staring at for 10 hours, like I want it to be done. I want it to be over. And so I just did it as fast as I could. What, one last question about that. And we just, I just know, cause we kind of talked about it already, but you said that one of the techniques that you used was first you committed, which you, you know, made very clear, I'm going to make it. And then you said that you listened to your body, not your brain. Tell me what that means. Well, um, more so on the way down, I was super, that was super scary. That was really scary. And I was, I was worried that if I took a break for too long, I, that fear would just consume so much of my brain. And I'm like, I don't want to let that fear drive at all. And so um, on the way up, my legs are burning, my lungs are burning. And I'm like, well, if I just take a second to like breathe, I've committed to going. Once I feel like my legs could go to that next rock and I feel like my lungs could go to that next rock, then I'm gonna go. And then from that rock, I'll see how I feel and maybe go to the next one or two more. And um, my, my brain was not gonna help me at all. Going up, going down, walking to the summit, none of it. Because I think automatically my brain but like it, I don't want to do it. I never want yeah, to do it. Yeah, it, it, it was legitimately scary and hard. Yeah, yeah, and so I think that if I if I acted on not wanting to do it and being super scared and it being too uncomfortable, I probably wouldn't have summited. So yeah, it's awesome. I really want to emphasize when we came around the corner up that scree slope and you look up and you see how far there is to go. Yeah, it, my heart sinks, and that was my third time doing it. And my heart, it is, it does not look like something that human beings no. can do. Let's like take that moment when you're terrified. Uh -huh. You're like, I don't know that I want to do this even five more minutes. Mm -hmm. And then we come around the corner mm -hmm. and we get our first view of how far we're going to go. Yeah. And you're like, this isn't going to be five minutes. This is going to be 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. Best case scenario, 60 minutes. Yeah. And then what, what is that moment like? I don't know. I, for me, I think I was just thinking one foot in front of the other. Nice. Just, just nice. think one foot in front of the other. Once I got over the first thought of, oh my God, <laughs> this looks so hard and it's going to take so long. Um, and once my feet were moving, I was trying to tell myself that I was fit enough. 
Mm. It's not that I wasn't fit enough. Like I could do this. And so like I kept thinking about the things that I do in my day-to-day -day oh, life nice. that I well, could apply equipped. to that, trying to talk myself into thinking that I was qualified to do this, mm -hmm. you know. Automatically, I'm like so mad. <laughs> so mad. Um, I think at one point we thought that we saw the summit and we got like halfway there and you like super calmly were like, ah, I think it's more like around this way. And I just started crying. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I don't want to go. Um, the being bummed out kind of instilled a little bit of fear in me. Like, oh, I hope I'm not bummed out for more than like five minutes or else this is going to suck. And so I'm like, I got to figure out something else to get through my brain. Mm -hmm. And so it was more like, well, I'm glad that I'm not going up that anymore. Or <laughs> like, oh I, I'm so much closer than I was. And I've done so much of the stuff that I was scared to do already. And a big one was that I just kept reminding myself that I would be there eventually. Oh, like, yeah, that's good. whether it was right now or three hours from now, God forbid three hours from now, <laughs> I was going to be there eventually. So we used Renee's pink socks uh -huh. and we had them underneath a rock and it was so that when we were coming down, because the thing is, you can kind of see down here, there are, there are 20 different shoots down here. Only one of them is safe, safe. safe. <laughs> only one of them is safe-ish. And, and that's the one that we wanted to come down. And so, but we wanted to make sure we hit the right one, but it's very difficult to tell from the top. So we wanted something that stood out. We put Renee's pink socks yeah. over a rock. So we're like, okay, now we know this is the top of the shoot that, that we'll get down to the bottom with yep but when we got to those pink socks it didn't look like joy on your face no it looked like ugly cry starting <laughs> it tears did not drip down um i thought about it and you know it's funny i think Paige, i think you had even said you're just like well just start just just let it just cry and i thought about it and i'm like i could i really could I'm going to hold it and wait. <laughs> I'm just going to wait it out. And I'm actually pretty proud of myself that I didn't cry oh, nice. because I'm good at crying when I'm doing things that are making me feel very uncomfortable and uneasy. Not that there's anything wrong with crying. And so how, how do you do it? Like in that moment, you're looking over the edge, over that edge would make anyone's heart drop. Uh -huh. And, and so then the way that we did it, our plan was, I was like, I'm, I'll start walking down so that you can see that you don't die. Uh -huh. and, and my heart flutters. I'm like, I put my first foot down. And I'm like, I hope it doesn't just slide out from under me. Yeah. But then once I know it doesn't, I'm like, right. okay, now I'm, I can walk down here. Uh -huh. And then then you guys are gonna start down and you were right there. You didn't hesitate at all. You just yeah. jumped right in. How, how'd that happen? Well, I didn't think about it because if I sat and thought about it for a long time, all of those negative ideas, it was just, it would prevent me from starting. And I just didn't even want to go down that process so I just I, I just followed along and I think something that helped though was I was becoming more comfortable and confident with um, with the terrain that we were going down so I was starting to learn about which rocks looked like they were just gonna slide out and which ones looked like they were pretty anchored in and so I just kept my focus on the anchored rocks so that way like any move that I made I was just like shoot for that rock or just shoot for this one and it kind of helped me it gave me something to think about um yeah yeah so thinking about i'm i'm better equipped about understanding this terrain yeah. Yeah. i've been out here a while so i i know what's going on right and then was it a bit of a just go yeah just go uh-huh just go yeah Don't sit and think about it just go 
I, I really like it. There's a, a story I heard one time that, that it really resonated with me where the, the guy telling the story was like, I was in a room full of people that were trying to convince themselves they were capable. Uh -huh. And he said, no, we're not looking for capable. Right. When you stand up on the top of a cliff and you're about to jump off into the water, you don't want to feel capable. You want to feel bold. Mm -hmm. And you want to feel like, look, I am going to do something that is on the edge of, of my ability. I'm going to yeah. push my edge right here and I'm just going to go. And I like that, you know, you were saying, I just didn't want to think about it. Mm -hmm. And I think that what it is, is a story about how wrong it could go. Well, and right. instead just go. And using the experience that I had going up when the rocks and sand were just like coming out from underneath your feet, the times that I sat there and debated on which foot to do and just instead of just like making the scramble to go when I sat and when I was standing there debating it, it felt awful. Like I was just making myself so much more nervous versus the times that mm. I just set my mindset just to, okay, you're going to go make it to that rock and <laughs> haul ass mm. scramble. And so like, I just, I kind of was thinking back to that too. So I had that to. And I will say as someone that I've taken a lot of people into a lot of situations where they are outside their comfort zone, Renee is really good at the one, two, three, go. Just go. No, no kidding. No, like, I mean okay. that as like a really serious compliment. Like the people that I've taken to do things, you have a, I never even had a doubt. I was like, what if you just decided you're going to scramble it on one, two, three, go. And I knew you were going to go. And then poof, she just shot yeah. up the thing. So that's a, that's a good, good strategy for you. So the last thing I want to just give you guys an opportunity to say is just is, is there anything, is there anything that you want to say? Like anything that feels unsaid or anything that like feels like it wants to come from you after this experience, after summiting, after conquering the fear, after conquering the work, after all the effort it took to get here? Is there just anything that wants to come out? I think for me, it's, um, you're stronger than you think you are and like, just believe in yourself, you know? I think it's important to remember that when things feel hard and specific to this example, if your legs are burning or your lungs are burning, that that doesn't mean something went wrong. That discomfort oh, nice. is not like a, a result of something going poorly. Yeah, and I think too, I also, a, a big takeaway for me was this is my summit right? So mm -hmm. it's the way that I did it. And so to try and compare myself to the two of you as I was going, that was getting me nowhere. And I, and I think that's like a big thing in life where you just don't compare yourself to other people. Just think about where you are right now in this moment and just embrace that. Those are some solid points. I'm, my, my work is done here. That's all, that's all the good things that our people need. That was, that was awesome. Thank you. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to that. Whit and I really appreciate it. But we don't want to just leave you there. If you're ready to make the jump from this sort of passive consumption to really taking some action towards transformation, we want to remind you that this is probably not a one and done sort of endeavor. This is something that's going to take daily renewal of your mind and some consistency. With that in mind, Wit and I have built a course called Trust You, where you can learn to trust yourself and we can walk alongside you as you build your consistency and your ability to do what you say. If that stirs something inside of you, head over to steadfastlifecoaching.com. There's a good chance it's just what you're looking for. <laughs>